Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny, what's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. 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 And may God have mercy on your soul. Hi, hi, hiya, and welcome to the Pool Boy Podcast. It is Monday, November 25th. I am Henry O'Shea, joined as always by the big man himself, Jack O'Shea. That is me. On today's pod, Amelia Clark does not want to free the nipple. The <laughs> sexiest day of the year is canceled, and it is hard to be little in big Hollywood. Yes. Uh, it's Thanksgiving this week. Yeah, it is. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think, like, I know it's not the thing, but every time I hear November 25th, I'm like, well, that's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because Christmas is the 25th, and then for thanks, the November or Thanksgiving's got the whole Thursday thing. What Jackwagon was like, you know what? Instead of making Thanksgiving like a normal holiday where mm-hmm. it's like, it's this day every year, it's like, no, 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 it's this. It's the third, because the third or the fourth. Who who invented Thanksgiving? Like, uh, who, who made it hard? Is it FDR? I actually was about to say, I'm pretty sure. Lincoln? You know what's funny? Lincoln was my other option. And I was like, they were far apart. <laughs> well, know. you know, I think Lincoln was the first one to be like, hey, we should maybe do a thing. And then FDR might have been like, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to look this up real quick. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll look it up. Yeah, maybe that look it because, because honestly, I was about to say, like, oh, it was Lincoln. But, I, me too. But then you said FDR. I, for some reason, I feel like it was like an FDR. It was like one of his, you know, because he was good. They both did a he lot had of some stuff. Good, he had some good stuff. Uh, they, 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 very different policies, the two of them. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> well different times. Jack. Well, it, was, it, it was a different time, and, and it, was, it was Lincoln. We were right. It was Lincoln. It was Lincoln. Well, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny too. It's like Thanksgiving. It's like uh, all those holidays when you. Dude, I'm, I, I nailed it. What, oh, so Lincoln basically started in the okay. middle of the American Civil War. President Abraham Lincoln, prompted by a series of editorials written by okay, uh, he <laughs> proclaimed a national Thanksgiving Day to be celebrated on 26th, mm-hmm. uh, the final Thursday of November, 1863. Like, yeah, we're, we're all fighting. But remember that time with the Native Americans when we were all like, let's eat some food. And then FDR made it a national holiday. Okay. So before it would be a funny time to. Yeah. If 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 uh, Thanksgiving and then, Hall- and then Hallmark decided, to, I think you know what bullshit. I think Hallmark made it. But would it be funny to sell greeting cards? I feel like there was a while where bastards. it wasn't it wasn't a national holiday, but it was a holiday. It was like what are those? Yeah. Not even Columbus Day. What's even less than that? Where it's like, do you have work off for Veterans Day? No. Like, oh yeah, well that makes sense. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that would be a, a hard one to. Uh, you're you're the judge. Yeah, you're the person who decides. Well, I think and it's yeah. I mean, it's funny because it's like at work I get. Very specifically, Columbus Day off, otherwise known as yeah. Indigenous Peoples Day. Yeah, people are um, really pushing man, to change that, that one. That has to oh, be a boy. That has to be the holiday that's had the most name changes. Yeah, of of any holidays. But I get that day off. But then I don't get, and I and I work for like a you know like a, a pretty progressive company. It's not, it's not like there. I'm sure there are companies where it's like no 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 we. We don't work Columbus Day yeah. because of certain reasons. In protest of Columbus Day. Yeah. That's how you really show that, that's ha- Columbus. That's what I mean. Yeah. You celebrate. You don't celebrate his holiday by celebrating his holiday. But then, but then there are, I think, other there are other like random holidays that we do work that other people don't. I don't know. The, the, the point is, uh, it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And um, there's not really a lot with Thanksgiving. I was trying to come up with a Thanksgiving thing for us to do. No. Well, there's like, a lot of people. Right now, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually sort of missing... Uh, a friendsgiving thing with a bunch of coworkers 
uh, and I very early on, I actually feel kind of guilty right now. I'm getting sort of guilt tripped. Um, I'm very, very early on was like, I, I'm not going. I, I hate Friendsgivings. I'm going to throw yeah. that out there. I know that's yeah. an unpopular opinion. People yeah. love them. Yeah. People love Friendsgiving. They're big in, They're big when you're in your 20s. It's fun. And it is a fun thing for 20s yeah. people to take pictures of. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of oh, it. Oh, it's definitely great for like the Instagram stories and, and whatnot. But it's also... Well, because uh, it's like, you believe she's cooking? And it, well, yeah. He's setting the table? Yeah. He only eats Chipotle, it, you know? It's basically, uh, it's an episode of Girls. Yeah, it is literally it an is episode of Girls. Where it's like, you know what? Where so, did Travis bring? He brought a box of wine. He brought. A, we're, we're having box wine. <laughs> oh what, my god! What a random Thanksgiving. This is so random. <laughs> well, we're not even having turkey. Yeah. We're not Henry. Oh my god! And what is that? A store bought pie. Yeah. It's and then you got the really long table and the Thanksgiving uh, paper plates and napkins and, and, and somebody, the whole thing. And somebody just went through like a breakup and that's yeah, like that's yeah. like the A plot. No, that's the B plot. Mm-hmm. Of the of the whole, the episode. toasts are uh, fun. Mm-hmm. You could say to describe yeah. them in a word, fun toasts. Yes, for sure. Some jokey toasts, but then there's like a very earnest one. Yeah, where they're like, "I'm sober now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, but then also, um, also I I was explaining uh, to my late friend why like I I couldn't I can't go on if it was on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But Sunday. Uh, we have a process on Sunday. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. Sunday, can't, can't su- fuck with it. Just how uh, Sunday is for bowling for bowling fans. Yeah, uh, and Sunday is for the NFL for for NFL fans, which is partly us. But we're at the point in the season where like I don't. Need I'm to watching see games. I'm games. betting. On. I don't really give a fuck about the the 49ers game right yeah, now. Yeah, it's so funny. The, the first few weeks, it's like, well, the Lions could make a run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's know, like I got fantasy implications. I got money on the line, but I'm not. You know, but I can. It's check, no longer like six hours of red zone. I can check the scores. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but on Sunday, you know, I do like all of my laundry. I get, you know, if I'm gonna get a haircut, I get my haircut. Like I, the Sundays are for Jack, mm-hmm. and there's a process. I don't, like that laundry is a big thing because yeah. laundry, you put something in the machine, then you wait. One well, and that's. And and then you move it. I'm not just watching the laundry machine. Yeah. But, but, I do but it does th- seem that where it's like, I got to do a lot of laundry today. Between and it's like, you and me, we yeah. have two other roommates. Like, you know, it's, it's tough to get a spot in there. It's tough real estate in that it, machine. It, and and what you don't want is for when, if you leave it in the dryer too long, it is totally kosher for somebody to take your stuff out of the oh, dryer yeah. and put it on top of our, our dryer. That's what you do. And But then the problem is uh, when you're cleaning out the lint tray, a lot of lint. Ends, ends up, up on, on top, top of the, yeah. the the dryer. The top of the dryer is a war zone of lint and it, dust. It really is, yeah, and, and so hair. it's like, well, okay, so now do I got to wash it again? I, I usually do. If I it's usually on there do. For too long. Yeah, fuck the environment. Yeah. Like, if that's a yeah, if that's a, 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 a thing, <laughs> a thing at all. Let's yeah. do winners and losers. All right, it's kind of sorry about that little, little yeah. ramp. No, you're good. We didn't even get to my Thanksgiving point, which was there are no movies, but plane trains, automobiles is the one you can use. Yeah, there's one. There's a lot of Thanksgiving scenes. Yes. But uh, just funny. You think it would be? I mean, you got the whole family coming together, talk, talking turkey. That sounds yeah. like a pretty good setup for for some laughs. I mean, you could argue Chicken Run is poultry based. Chicken Run is. If it was Turkey Run, I'd give it to you. Yeah, but, but that's we, borderline. We can't. Yeah, I'm sure in some of like the Home Alone movies, there's like a parade or the thing. Something. It's like honestly, I look at the on list. TV sometimes. I look at the list, and number four of best Thanksgiving movies is like Funny People. Because there's that one Thanksgiving. Scene. Yes, it's a lot of c- uh, a scene in a movie. Yeah, I watched the very. I've never. You ever seen Scent of a Woman? Last thing before we start. <laughs> I haven't. You I know seen Al Pacino's blood. I was looking Hoo-wah! for. I was looking for. A, that's also, by the way, that's all I know. Al Pacino yeah. is a blind lawyer, and somehow he's making that work. Uh, but yeah. uh, he. Uh, I watched. I was looking up. Chris O'Donnell's in it. Chris O'Donnell, a young, hot Chris O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. But I was looking up like a good 
uh, segment name, like a mm-hmm. quote from a Thanksgiving movie. So I typed in Thanksgiving scenes, mm-hmm. and the first one was Scent of a Woman. And I click it, and the first line is a, a guy going, uh, you know, maybe God decided some people don't deserve to see. And then Al Pacino slamming him, blind Al Pacino slamming that guy against the wall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what movie? Yeah. <laughs> Scent of a Woman. We got to check that out. Uh, it's, a, it's a legal movie. It's a, it's a legal. He's a lawyer. Yeah, I think he's, he was uh, the, the young, the, the handsome boy was, uh, what's his name? Chris O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. Was uh, falsely accused of something, I believe. Shit, man! I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end up watching it. I watch that tonight. I'm, I'm, I might not watch Let's it. get going. I bet you watch it. I bet I don't. I will watch it tonight, which is funny. And I bet you the next three years, you're telling me like you <laughs> have to see it. I've been telling you, Mandalorian. It's good, but we'll talk that later. Uh, let's get get started with uh, some winners and losers. Uh, my winner of the week are are is are heroes. You're a big winner. Multiple heroes. Heroes, just kind of in general. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you remember? And I know you do. Uh, a few years ago, in fact, only like a year or two ago, which is crazy. It was like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Remember those those Thai soccer team kids got stuck in a cave? Do I remember? This was like exactly. two weeks of my life. It was a really big deal for us. No, I remember literally. I remember every minute of it. I remember showing on a diagram. Oh, we would we drew strategies. We I, did the whole thing. I remember thing. explaining to somebody basically how they the entire thing. I think yeah. I probably still could. So w- w- if you don't know, what we're talking about what happened. Basically, you definitely do. But anyways. This Thai soccer team, for some reason, they went wandering through children's caves. Children's soccer team. Yeah, yeah, they're children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not pros. Children's soccer team, they're like 10. Uh, decided to go wandering through some caves uh, for some goddamn reason. And uh, they fucked up with the tides. Mm-hmm. And basically, they got stuck in a cave. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, kind of hard to describe, but they were basically stuck in a cave where below them and above them was water. Right? Was, um, like, as, as stuck as you can get in a cave. No, it, it, it was like... They were fucked. It was horrifying. And, and like kind of impossible to get out. Uh, the fact that they, but, but do you remember, like, at first it was like this entire soccer team was lost. Oh, no, everyone. It was, two, it was like they're done. Two days later, they were like, signs. There might be a chance. No, no. But two days later, it was like, okay, confirmed dead. There's flooding. We see their bicycles. Oh, yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Cave, Before they found the cave it. flooded. Yeah. Day after that, it was like, they're not dead. Yeah. Scuba divers have gone through these mines of, of caves yeah. underwater, and they are actually all surviving. They're like Holy sitting shit, on a dude. little beach. But Man, anyways, crazy. so their uh, first movie about that is coming out. Mm-hmm. Indie movie um, from an Irish Thai director, which I thought, you just don't see that a lot. Irish Thai? Yeah, you don't see that a lot. Uh, in Ireland or? In, in Thailand. But um, he's, he's white Irish. I don't really Thai? know, but uh, his name's Tom Waller, so I gotta assume he's white. But who knows? But uh, the first movie came out about that, and that just made me made me remember because they got more movies coming out. Netflix has the rights and stuff. Uh, in this indie movie, the guys who play the rescuers are the actual rescue team, which was like a combo of U.S. and like I want to say New Zealand or Australian mm-hmm. uh, special forces, basically like yeah. Navy SEAL guys. Yeah, and I'm just thinking. This it was a terrible thing that happened, and mm-hmm. only one person died. Thankfully, I mean, unthink like wish no one died, but one Thai diver died, like a vet Thai diver trying to get him out. Died. Yeah. Everyone else was saved. There was like oh, it was a whole team. It was a bunch of people during this. Like I don't remember the world coming together more. Yeah, like this was like an Armageddon level come together of like yeah. or like a watchman level okay we're not fighting the russians anymore because mm-hmm. we got to fight doctor the big blue guy dr manhattan yeah we you got bigger I mean? problems we yeah. were literally i remember sitting and hearing like there's this group of thai kids stuck in a ta- cave and we don't know how to get them out and we were like we got to get them out and like, everyone's on the same team here. and and it wasn't like a lot of things where it's like the public doesn't know what's going on oh we knew all the details everybody we knew a, the picture of the cave we had a whole diagram correct me if i'm wrong this might have been the bp oil spill didn't bruce willis or didn't uh, kevin costner say like here no that was the bp oil spill kevin costner was like i think i have a solution 
Uh, this one, though, was the one where Elon Musk was like, let me know if you want me to save them. Yeah, that's and everyone's like, fuck you, dude. Like you, if you're if you can save them, don't tweet at these guys. I don't want to. I don't want to. You s- can get their number. I don't want to miss misquote anything because I feel like, in a way, I feel like Elon Musk might be getting too bad of a rap for this because I feel like he was like he got shit. Up. I want to help. Here's the solution. They didn't take his solution. And I think well, he, they were like your solution doesn't work. And he and I think he was he's like, like uh, I'm Elon fucking Musk. Yeah, I think so, he was uh, like, well, I just sent a car to fucking what, space. Then he called one of the guys a p- uh, pedophile. Yeah, that that was where it crossed the line. Or was something that because like he's saving the kids? He's a pedophile. What are you or doing? maybe it was something. Like, I don't know. But you know why this was such a thing? Because I was thinking like, uh, terrible things happen, literally every fucking day, Jack. Yeah. And this is in Thailand. This isn't like it's in Poughkeepsie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And so the reason why I feel like everyone was so into this, including and mostly ourselves, was because they really painted the situation the kids were in perfectly, where you're just like. Holy shit, that would blow. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. it's like Jaws. I love Jaws because it's like, God damn, if there was a shark at my beach, you're right. I don't know what we would do. That would uh, suck. Uh, I would just, I, I know exactly what we would do. Just not go to the beach. But you know what I mean? It's like, you got to you gotta come up. That's just a, a situation they've created. That's yeah. like my total nightmare. Yeah. Like even more. Oh, than no, like, it was an absolute nightmare. Even I'm, more I'm, than absol- an asteroid hitting Earth is me being stuck in a cave. Oh, no. And, and not only stuck in a cave, but it, it was like. It was like all damp and dark. They've been in darkness They've for like in, days and weeks and in shit. Darkness. Yeah. And and the the big thing was none of them knew how to swim. None of them knew how to swim. What an incredible story, Jack. None of them knew how to swim. So how they had to do it was two at a, they would have two divers that were like the Navy SEALs of I thought it was like Australia and the US. We sent some guys. Some, I know some, we sent some guys. We well we had, they guys, had Thai guys, I think they had Australian guys. We definitely had boots on the ground, but I don't know uh you know who who the divers were, but there were uh two divers per kid and they would basically the kids were so weak and they had been in the darkness and they would like strap these kids yeah in, like, they couldn't open things. their fucking eyes and so you needed one guy holding the back and one guy holding the front and yeah. they would swim through i think like a mile of, of pitch black and it was up and down and like so narrow if you fuck up it's like you're done oh yeah it's it, done oh it was it was so dangerous it was like poseidon adventure what's that movie called poseidon adventure it's like poseidon adventure level Heavy shit. Or the That's remake. the movie where the, the boat turns upside down. Yeah, or the remake, Poseidon. Poseidon, yeah. yeah. Either way. Mm-hmm. Either way. But just, I don't know. It was just like, what, what, a, what a great win for heroes. Great win for, for, for Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that whole thing. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think of it as a positive. Mm-hmm. I think of it as a positive. Yeah. Who's your winner? Uh, my winner is the climate. You're a big winner. Another win for Earth. There we go. Uh, n- this is just referencing, uh, you know, you could also argue that a loser is the Ivies. Um, <laughs> the, the Ivy Leaks. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> do you see the uh, Harvard Yale protest? I did. This is, and I want to say this again. On Friday, uh, if you're anybody who who listens, who watches the stuff that I do at work at all, uh, on Friday I I took a lie detector test for like a live stream thing that we did, and one of the questions was, do you n- do you actually not care about the environment? To which my response was, of course I do. Yeah. It's a bit. You love the environment. Uh, who, who doesn't? You know, I, I'm not out there hugging I've trees. I've never seen you use a plastic straw. I, I've known you for 26 years. I have one in front of me. You do. You're, 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 <laughs> you <laughs> caught my blood. <laughs> but there is so much plastic on this table. I always I got, I got a straw, too. I always ask for a plastic bag, even if I buy one thing, because it's a trash bag. Um, but uh, I, I, I would never hug a tree, Henry, but no. I would certainly shake hands yeah, yeah, yeah. with one. Um, but th- this is maybe the, one of the funniest things that has happened. So what happened? Harvard Yale game. 
football game. Halftime. Which actually matters. You think it was like, who gives a fuck? Which, who do, no yeah, one does. Nobody actually but does. But if you went to Yale Harvard, like, it's like the Army Navy game, yeah, except like yeah. way less cool. Yeah, Army, like way less cool. You can't even compare it to Army Navy. No, no, but Army Navy game is awesome. The history of it where it's like, yeah. this is the 300th meeting. I was like, it's like yeah. okay, oh, white guys playing football again. Nerds playing football. Yeah. The heavy. Oh, really cool. Really like, cool. We're really good now. <laughs> the, our linemen are 210 pounds. Yeah, seriously. Oh, man, we should have gone to Harvard. We were run. Dude, wow. If, had we done it again, I think I would have gone to Harvard. I probably would have <laughs> 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 Be in 2020, Jack. Oh, no, you're such a Yale guy. I don't know. You're so Yale. I'm so Harvard. <laughs> that's how. That's how everybody listening is like. That's true. Yeah, for sure. You're so right, Jack. <laughs> Crimson baby, and Henry's blue and white. You I would think. write for the Crimson. I would totally hack of a paper. Oh, uh, we're gonna get Zuckerberg. Anyway, um, <laughs> the Crimson. Uh, but anyway, they there was at halftime. There was a protest. Uh, students and faculty, Henry. Oh my lord! Which ha- is how you know it's goddamn serious, hippies. Because the, the college professors they also uh, took part in it. And there was a sit-in. That's right, an old-fashioned 1960s sit-in on the field. It's a great way to piss everybody off. Just, <laughs> Let's just sit down where everyone wants to walk. I don't even <laughs> know if it pissed anybody off, Henry. Though I think that they basically the entire stadium just went and sat in in a real Jane Fonda-esque move, and and they. Uh, there was talk for a while. Maybe the game can't be completed. Yeah, they were like, they got to delay it at least. An hour later, everybody got bored and they left. But they it was also they, cold. I'm sure you wanted refreshments. And yeah, warm food and but, blankets. But these heroes uh, standing up for the climate, stopping the Harvard Yale game. You know what's great about this, Jack? Why do you got to choose the football game? Well, like I can tell you what, Jack. I know we were just talking about how this is kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. This is not the biggest deal on Harvard or Yale's campus. Well, this is like they think like in my mind, this is a, uh, an attack on the very, very few jocks at these schools. Mm-hmm. But if I'm on the football team, I'm gonna go sit on the fucking debate team's next match against Cornell. Yeah, I'm gonna go sit in the middle of y'all debate and tell and, you to. Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm gonna go fuck you guys, save yeah. the climate. Seriously, like fuck you. you and keep- they'll be like, no, we agree. And then you're like, oh yeah, we agree too. You yeah. think there's anyone on the football team being like, screw the climate? That that's my favorite part of this whole thing. The Harvard Yale game of all, of all of all things to protest of all of the college football games. It's like protesting on, a protest of all the college football games on Saturday. Yeah, you you are doing the one that is going to be seen by Henry upwards of six thousand people. Yeah. Six thousand people, Henry. Okay, okay. All, right. all right. A national audience, very concentrated, yeah, very concentrated in whatever stadium it is. Um, as opposed to like if they'd done it at like well I mean they would have been killed if they did it like bam at LSU I think they would legitimately have been have been killed yeah if were, you had done that like the Ohio State Penn State game yeah I think like you, you got fans yeah. who are like we're storming the field not to join you yeah. to, to kill you yeah. to really chase you down and it, put a hurt and, and the other thing too is like you could sit every player th- there's not a person in that stadium who's like I'm, I haven't been convinced. You're totally right. There's not <laughs> you know, one like, person in that entire stadium, student, athlete, fan, coach, anything, who's like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, I disagree. Let's have a conversation who, about who, this. Who are you, who are you riling <laughs> yeah, up here? That's the, that's the perfect point. Who, who is this for? Yeah. Who is this against? This is, this, <laughs> you know? this is literally going inside an echo chamber and saying, echo. <laughs> like, you're just like, everybody's like, yeah. Oh, my God. It, it, it's like going – it's just – Oh. It's just so classic. Like, I'm trying to think of other parallels where it's like, I'm trying to think. It's like PETA sitting in on, I don't even know what. It's like if you're in an NRA meeting and you're like, you know what, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna protest the Second Amendment. We, we should. Amendment. We for, sh- I'm for it. We should keep our guns. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, okay. And it's like, yeah, it's like, no, no, I'm not getting off this stage until. So just so you guys know, everyone's like, no, we know, we agree, but we got we got like a thing. Going I on. think we should have guns. 
and I'm not getting off the stage until <laughs> until uh, something happens. And you're like, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm with you. <laughs> We're all here. <laughs> God damn, Yale, Harvard. Uh, they would have been lucky to have us. Yeah, I think this is the end of the Ivies. This is this is that is the end of. If I'm a recruit, yeah, I don't know who's there. I don't know who. Anyways, if I I'm, don't think if this I'm a recruit, if they have recruits, if I'm yeah. a recruit going to one of these schools, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going there anymore. Actually, I, I'm gonna. Actually, I still probably am. It's Harvard. That, and that, Yale. That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> this, I, the whole thing doesn't matter. That, that's the, the thing. game doesn't matter. I don't think it affected <laughs> protest. Doesn't matter. I don't think it You're affected right. the game. I don't think it affected <clears throat> gamblers. I take it back. Yeah. I think this did absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, it did nothing. I think it did absolutely nothing. But you know what I did, Jack? What? We're talking about it. We are talking about it. <laughs> We're talking We're about it. it. I just think it was very, very funny. It was very funny. I thought it was very humorous. It was hilarious. Mike put on a jacket. Mikey's walking outside. He gave me the finger. He's going to go do something. He's going to dinner. Um, anyway. All right, moving on. Uh, mm-hmm. Losers. My loser of the week are small people. You are one pathetic loser. They always lose. Uh, I kind of hinted at this <laughs> in the intro, but uh, your boy, James McAvoy, who I actually love. James McAvoy is great. I was going to say, he's your boy. Yeah, he probably is my boy. I've seen like one movie he's in. My boy, James McAvoy, um, who you might remember played uh, someone by the name of Mr. Tumnus in mm-hmm. um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah. That's why we all call him Goatman. Call him Goatman. 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 But uh, he uh, he's also an X-Man and Split and shit. He did an interview. He's in that new show, uh, Something Dark Materials. Uh, his Dark Materials. I might give it a watch. It's got my kind of futuristic sci-fi mm-hmm. dystopian shit going on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a listen or a watch. But anyways, he was doing some interviews about that and basically said that he loses a lot of movie roles because of his height. Hmm. He says, as, as a shorter man, I sometimes get told I'm too short for a role. How tall is he? Uh, he's five foot seven. So he goes, yeah. or even when I get a role, I'm made to feel like, well, of course, we're going to have to do something about that. Uh, he referenced an unnamed female co-star who said... Uh, that their on-screen relationship seemed unlikely because of their height difference. Uh, mm. She reportedly questioned McAvoy's casting because nobody would believe that they would be together, that she would be with someone smaller than her, because I'm sure she's this tall, gorgeous Amazonian mm. woman. And he said that was a kick, kick in the nuts. Mm. One, that's why you're my, my guy, McAvoy. I like these relatable... You're yeah. right, that is like a kick in the nuts. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? That's something that I've experienced. I've, sa- I've experienced it. I've Actually, thought it. I don't know if I've ever been kicked in the nuts. You've never been kicked in the nuts? You've been kicked in the nuts? <laughs> yeah. I've never been like, <laughs> I've been like nut tapped. I've been like, yeah. I've like taken a, like a, we both play catcher. I blocked a ball and it's hit my cup. But Either way, we know what it feels like getting hit in the test. I don't think anybody, Henry, has ever gone up to you and full. Well, I'm not saying like a field nuts. goal. I'm not saying I'm like squatted ready for it, but I've definitely been kicked either like, intentionally or incidentally. You're saying like a soccer pass to the nuts. Yeah, like a, like a, like a through pass to the nuts. I don't think so. Press Y, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways. So he was like, uh, <laughs> all right, now I've got to, uh, he's like, basically that shoot, that whole movie was terrible because, uh, that chick was just a bitch. <laughs> what? You like my through pass, Jeff? <laughs> Soccer terms. Just that we're talking about the strength of the kick. <laughs> well, anyways. We're talking about like a punt to the nuts. <laughs> we, we know. <laughs> that's what I was picturing. I'm talking like a squib kick to the nuts. <laughs> we, uh, we know what it feels like to be, to be hit, hit in the, um, the plums. So, uh, <clears throat> we understand what he's saying. But uh, I do get what he's saying. <laughs> Still laughing. I do get what he's saying because uh, the last movie I saw with him was yeah. It 2. Yeah. And you know my first thought? He's too small. Yeah. He plays the main kid grown up, and he's eight inches smaller mm-hmm. than Bill Hader. And I'm like, the main kid is not eight inches smaller than the kid with glasses. Put him in some platforms, Right? Dude. Just do something. Our mom, I'm a foot taller than mom. I, yeah. w- I would not 
I actually, when, when she isn't wearing shoes, I do get thrown off yeah. because mom wears, I believe they're called wedges. Or are there flip-flops that are like six inches high? Yeah. At least. Yeah. And, and she moves well in them. She moves, oh. I feel like I could not move in that kind she of thing. She glides in them. Yeah, I think the lower you are, the smaller you are, the, the better you can handle lifts, right? Is that just science? I assume so. That's why most like, uh, what do you call them? Those, who are the guys that, stilt walkers? Yeah. Usually tiny. Yeah. Well, tiny I think, men. I think that's also sort of like, there's the correlation, the causation thing there. Yeah, where it's yeah, like, yeah. You're not, if you're six foot nine. You don't want to be a stilts guy. <laughs> you don't really, there's not like an urge where you're like, I want to see what it's like to be high. Wow. Can you imagine Yao Ming on stilts? He'd be like 25 feet high. I'm imagining it right now, Henry. <laughs> it's nuts. And you know what it's doing? It's blowing my fucking <laughs> mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was thinking, I was like, is McAvoy, is McAvoy right here? You know, like, What's is he, on? do you take, uh, do you, do you take his side though? Do you get that? It, you know, it's tough. Yeah, I totally agree. It's tough. And I also think it's, uh, I think it's just, you think it's just, I think it's totally just, and I'll tell you why, Han. I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you why, because there's a certain, there, it works both ways. That's why. What do you mean? Oh, tall guys can't get little roles. Tall guys can't get. I, little I roles. didn't think about it that way. Well, that. Well, I mean, is James McAvoy saying that he can't get tall roles? Because of course he can't get tall roles. That'd be appropriation. Yeah, well, it's not like tall. It's just like he's certain normal roles. roles. Normal roles. I think he's more saying just masculine roles. Is my guess. Yeah. Okay, I merely thought. Yeah, but what about Tom Cruise? What about Humphrey Bogart? What about so what about this the guys my that next done point, this? Jack? Because this is how I'm saying how it works both ways. I wanted you to agree with him so that I could rebut with those points. Well, but you. And Can I, I go think through my very list? similar. Well, I was going to say, because there's a lot of guys who, if Tom Cruise is the lead and I want to be his, the, you know, the second lead, I wouldn't get it because unless they're always going to be putting him on a box, yeah, uh, make, it's yeah. too hard to frame. Yeah. Oh yeah. Way too hard. Yeah. And that's the thing with Tom Cruise. Cause you're right. Tom Cruise is like five, six, five, seven, yeah. s- similar height. He's an action guy. One is cause Tom Cruise is a fucking maniac. He's Tom fucking Cruise. The guy's jumping off buildings, you know, mm-hmm. holding onto plants as they're taking mm-hmm. off. Also, he got to start in the 80s. Mm-hmm. People were just tiny back then, or at least for some reason, people weren't attracted to big people. Malnutrition. Malnutrition. Anyways, mm-hmm. people were smaller. But the perfect example of why, I, I, my boy McAvoy, I get you. I feel for you. I do. Mm-hmm. But your boy, Marky Mark Wahlberg, is five foot eight. Yeah. So in my mind, it's not a height thing, James. It's a, it's a width thing. Yeah. If you had some guns, you'd be getting that, that pain and gain call. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get that invincible call. Yeah. But you don't. I'm going to drop a quote for you. Yeah. And this is actually, I'm not, this isn't for you. This is for your boy, James McAvoy, Jimmy Mack. It's not the, the size of the dog Ooh. in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Yeah. And, and I think he, like, like, you know how they say, like, some, some like basketball players, like, oh, yeah, he's six feet, but he plays six four. Oh, yeah. And he's a six seven wings. Totally, player. totally. Like those, just th- they'll throw around numbers like that. Like I think, I think that uh, he needs to start thinking like that. Like if you think taller, you are tall. I actually think that a little bit of a mindset change could help him mm-hmm. for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Because you got a guy like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's five foot two. Yeah, but he plays. He plays. No, that. it's like kind of his. Thing. It's never not a bit. You about know, Charles Charles Manson was like five four, five three. Yeah, uh, that's nuts. No, and let's also just explain quickly that we've been watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and that's why you just randomly said, "You know Charles Manson." <laughs> well, he was a you know, but he's a very powerful figure. But you are yeah, right. Yeah, I've, yeah. Uh, we we got uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in our movie site, and I've seen mm-hmm. it. Well, six also just times, just yeah. according to like uh, historical you know human beings and stuff like that, Jesus was probably like four eleven. Oh, he's a tiny guy. Yeah, tiny Caesar guy. was probably like four eleven. Thought huge though. Yeah, thought huge. Big thoughts. Can I go through some other small celebs real quick? Yeah, Aziz Ansari five six. Mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe five five. Ew. Which Daniel Radcliffe? It's like he got <laughs> he got cast when he was ten. Yeah. Surprising me, Jack Black's only five six. I think I knew that. That's crazy yeah. to me. 
Dude, uh, a lot of width, though. Seth Green, 5'4". John Stewart, 5'6". Seth Green being 5'4". <clears throat> John Stewart is 5'6". John Stewart thinks an X big. That is, I, I wouldn't say he was tall, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe he's just seated most of the time. That's, that's surprising to me. That is shocking. I would me. tower over him. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. That's crazy. That's Because yeah. like, all the other guys, they play shorter roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Stewart. He's a desk guy. Can you look up how tall Stephen Colbert is? Pretty sure he's tall. Because if Stephen Colbert is, uh, you know, s- six plus, five eleven, only five eleven, yeah, I would have said six two. So like the glasses, you know, what? also glasses make you look bigger. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, they do. John Stewart being five six—that's the craziest thing to yeah, me. Surprising, because that's a small man. Oh, li- little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, there we I'm go. Sorry, I'm sorry to everybody who listens. Who's uh, who's uh, I'm shorter, barely, shorter. I'm barely taller than these people. I just, yeah. you know. Uh, who's who's I'm a loser? A, I'm a giant compared to them. Who loses for I you? Could totally kick their ass if I wanted to. I'm not gonna say it again. Anyway, uh, my loser is uh, Gen X, millennials, Gen Z, and whatever after Gen Z. You are one pathetic loser. And also the greatest generation. Basically, uh, boomers win. Okay. Again, and you want to know why, Hen? Did you, was boomers your winner last week? Yeah, that's why I didn't want to make it my winner okay, twice. Okay, gotcha. And so I, I, uh, I like it. A little fanfare. I, I it a little bit. Um, because, yep, there's a tour cone. What? Doobie Brothers no. and Michael McDonald are back, and they are going on a tour. What's Concert Michael McDonald's tour? song? Um, he's got a bunch. He sings just in a, like a like a. What's his thing? He's got like a voice. Is he the A I O U? Is that Mac- I, Michael? Like Mc- not that song, but does he do that that whole? Michael McDonald. He's it's got all vowels. He's, he's got like, uh, yeah. He's got like a. Uh, maybe, dude, fucking Google it. Shit, I, I'm I'm sorry. I feel under underprepared. Um, I picture. I was picturing him right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to kind of play like a little. I'm. Gonna, you know what? Was he the guy in Forty Year Old Virgin who they're yes. always playing him? Yes. They're always playing him in the TV store at, at Forty Year Old Virgin. And because I'm, that. because I'm embarrassed right now by by not being able to do a Michael. McDonald's impression. I'm gonna yeah. play a little Mike McDonald. Uh, so this is just going into the. Sounds like CSI. I was about to say. He I'm, might be CSI. I'm also kind of turned down. Oh no! This was this was like the original baby making music. This is where. Hey. Yep. Yeah, there it is. A lot of silhouettes in the music video, a lot of shadows, and a lot of a lot of uh, white drapes being moved by the wind. And then the Doobie Brothers. I'm gonna play a quick. Uh, oh, Doobie! Yeah, you know what we call what a this? great name. We call it. We call we call this uh, baby making music. We call this baby boomer music. Yeah, dude, they're good. Oh, they're great. Like, what is this? Yeah, man? Doobie Brothers, Almond Woo! Brothers, all the brothers. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> um, but they're going on tour. So check your local listings. Check your local tour dates. I just love... <laughs> I, I, the reason why I put this here, Henry, was because it was kind of a slow week, but also because I love whenever, like, these are these are guys... I love when just two random musicians... Oh, they pair and they go on tour? That aren't, like, hot today. Yeah. But, like, we're hot 10 <clears throat> years ago, 50 years ago, doesn't matter. Like, it... it Third Eye Blind, Eve Six, and Sugar Ray have been on like a joint tour for basically wow. the past 10 years, and nobody's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could be listening to- This whole uh, loser is just basically a PSA for, for that. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but like, you could be listening to every morning there's a hello hanging, followed by I would swallow my pride on the choke on the ride. They vibe. They the work nap, together. Yeah. The, the inside out, followed by uh, I wish you would step back from that ledge. Like they, they. I feel like you could mash up those three, and it wouldn't be very difficult. Not at all. I mean, yeah. they're very similar bands, similar eras, and just like it's like if Hinder and Nickelback went on a tour together. And it's that like, should happen. And it's like I thought they were the same band. We should come up with a dream tour list. Yeah, of the best. Uh, I actually, I think at some point, maybe in college or at some point, uh, we we're trying to figure out like if you could put together your own Coachella. Oh, nice. Where you have this many bands, uh, what would what would the poster look like? It's a pretty good game, and it's it's a really fun game. Um, and I would love for people who listen to the pod to to DM us, tweet us. We're on every social media now, by the way. Message us on Twitter, Instagram. Fucking, we're on TikTok, dude. Yeah, uh, suck it. You can go on our YouTube, anything like that. Um, message us all that shit, uh, and and tell us who you would want to hear because I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Eminem, Foo Fighters, and uh, Eagles are like my three headliners. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think I'll, I could get Sonny and Cher back together. I'm. I could try. I you, could try. You probably have to go through Chaz. Yeah. Oh, he Chaz, likes ba- Chaz Bono. With Toit. All right, moving on. Uh, we got to talk some thrones. Where are my dragons? Mm-hmm. I keep saying we'll never talk about it again, but uh, it just keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amelia Clark, uh, the dragon queen, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Daenerys Targaryen, was in the news this week. I think she's in some stupid Christmas movie, so she's doing stuff. But anyways, she was talking about her nude scenes in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and she was not talking nice. not not talking uh, positively Interesting. about them. Okay. So she basically said, um, she was on the Jack Shepard podcast, which is so funny. We talk a lot about what other people are talking about in other podcasts on this podcast. Yeah. That's a good podcast. Yeah. Anyways, she said, uh, you know, she'd come fresh from drama school. Uh, she got the, basically took the role, got the job. Uh, and then got sent the scripts and was reading them, and I w- she was like, "Oh, there's the catch." Like basically, like, "Oh, she's got to mm-hmm. be nude," which I hate to call BS. You know, you're, you, you know, you know, you're going to be nude. Yeah. You, you've read the script before you do mm-hmm. your thing. But anyways, she says, uh, she, "But I've come fresh from drama school, and I approached it as a job. If it's in the script, then it's clearly needed. This is what this is, and I'm going to make sense of that, and that's what I'm going to do. And everything's going to be cool." She basically was saying like she was just uncomfortable and at, at the time, like early on, felt like she, you know, didn't have any power over anything. She said she had imposter syndrome times a million. Mm-hmm. And then she was thanking Jason Momoa for protecting her during those scenes mm-hmm. and, you know, getting people that everything to be more low key and stuff. It's very undescript because I don't I think it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Game of Thrones. It's a show about a book. <laughs> in in the book it's about a book yeah you know, but in the book yeah it's all about sex and nudity yeah that's true so the show it's gonna be about sex and nudity yeah it's not like this was a make or break thing for if if anything i feel like we saw a lot more penises than vagina in this yeah. book in yeah, that show am i wrong of it, yeah so i think in my mind i i get i would not want to be nude on a camera i was actually about to ask you that would you have an issue with mm, it yeah 100 percent. i don't think i'd actually really care yeah you would no i don't i've got a great deck. let's do it let's put it to the test I'm not on camera right now. Let's, let's film something though. We'll film a nude scene. I've got a great dick. And then we'll film. A, we'll film a great Henry, nude scene. Oh, we'll film a nude scene. Yeah, I've done that. We've done that before when? for sketches. Fucking the psycho one with the bore out. Okay. My Johnson. Okay. I'm saying being on a film set, being nude, and you got all these people mm-hmm. around you, I would be like. And I this feel pressure blows. from you whenever we do it. <laughs> You're always like, no, no, Jack, we need this for the scene. And I say like, 
it's not in my contract. He said, we don't have contracts. We're brothers. We're brothers. It's all handshake. And we do this thing together. And Jack, you wrote the scene. But anyways, they, uh, what's it called? She, uh, I just think the the whole thing, you're naked because it's part of the show. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to be naked, don't be the role. And Mm -hmm. it's not like, I never felt like there was a scene that Mm -hmm. was like gratuitous with it. Genuine take here for me. My genuine thoughts on this. And this is somebody who watched the last season of Game of Thrones. and uh, Most of her nudies in the first season. And, almost all of it. And bits and pieces throughout. Um, there's first season. There's I mean. definitely some parts of Game of Thrones where it's like th- you, you wouldn't need you wouldn't need it. But at the same time, too, it's like, put it this way. There were seasons where it was like, for the love of God, show us the dragons. Yeah. For the love of God. Yeah. You, you keep on talking about these dragons. You're not showing us the dragons. I feel like those probably, you could look at it, and there's probably a correlation where it's like, all right, we, we don't have the dragons ready. Let's show them boobs. And it's like... Well, and penises, though. And penises. It was just nudity in general. It's yeah. just, like, that was just Game of Thrones thing was, like, making you uncomfortable. I'm sure there were def- there are definitely parts in Game of Thrones where it's like, this wasn't needed necessarily. Yeah. There is one scene where her nudity was completely needed, and that's her walking, walking out of the, the fires. burning building, yeah. It's like, of course, the whole point is she can, like, survive in flames. Her clothes are burned up. She walks out naked. Yeah, that's going to fucking... That you need that scene. Totally, totally. That scene doesn't work neck up. And I mean, you could do it neck up and then show like... Kind of from the back or an unfocused thing. Yeah, show her butt yeah, or something like that. I just you think know. it's interesting to talk about this now where it's like this role made her everything that she... It's mm-hmm. the only thing that... She, it's what made her yeah. an actress. Yeah, it's true. And it talk about the... Like in the first season, she walks into the... the there's like a big reveal in the first episode that she walks into like a boiling hot hot tub naked mm-hmm. and she can't be burned. It's like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, and you don't really know at the time. But like I guess that's not needed. But kind of, like I don't think any of it's really needed. The show could have gone away around without nudity, but mm-hmm. they didn't because that's the show. Yeah. I don't know. I just say what people complaining about like, yeah. You think you're bigger than the show now? It's like at the time you were. If you had said no and they had said you're off the show, you would have said yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The uh the yeah that and also it's like in comparison to, uh like, American Pie. Th- American yeah. Pie presents Bandcamp. It's like not as much nudity in those as you think. I know, which is a bummer. I remember as a kid, really, man, really those commercials and the covers were all boobs. Man, and you watch the movie and there's like barely any boobs. They, yeah, false it, advertising. Original clickbait. It was blockbuster clickbait for uh, kids who were not allowed to rent rated R movies, but yeah. would sneak the disc in and then be let down because the movie wasn't. There would be like one. The scene. Movie was pretty bad and you didn't see really boobs. There'd be one scene. Yeah. It's like, come on. Come on. Uh, moving on. And it's gone. And it's gone. Uh, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is officially canceled. Actually? Actually canceled. No. Really? Yeah. Is that surprising you? It's a big thing, right? The only reason why it's not is because I feel like we might have talked about it on a pod before. But I'm with you. I, I would not have thought it would be canceled because it seems like it's a big, fun, sexy, sexy party. Yeah. Uh, but what? It's like it's not a shocker. People have been saying it was canceled. It was going to be canceled for a while. They they were under hot water for a while. Where people body image stuff. Body image stuff. I feel like we're I feel like we're kind of bouncing back though. Where people are like, well, here's my thought, Jack, on the, mm-hmm. the body image stuff. You watch the show to watch really um, unbelievably good looking pe- models. Mm-hmm. You you throw in other types of bodies and stuff. They're no longer. Is that what they were doing? Th- that's what people wanted them to do. <laughs> well, 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 <laughs> they weren't doing that. What, what people wanted. <laughs> that's what people <laughs> yeah, wanted. Henry, what what uh what people wanted them to do this? Exactly. 
I think, exactly. I, think, I, think, I think we know which people wanted to do it. The, the whole, people who make Dove soap. The whole, yeah, they do. You're right. Yeah. The whole thing is so funny because it's like, on the surface, you'd almost think it would, the show would be for men, right? Like, you'd almost think, like, it's this sexy show of supermodels walking around in underwear. It's not at all. Yeah. It's for women. It really was for women. And honestly, it's for women to... It's like if we would watch, like, the fucking 20 biggest action studs put on some fitness display, I'd probably tune in. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's funny you say that because it's like, in my my mind, it's like, what? They're canceling? It's like, I never watched uh, one of it. No. 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 I remember like, I remember girls would have like, when I was in college, parties to watch it. Yeah. And I think it was kind of half like, you see all the celebrities you like, Mm -hmm. maybe some cool fashion. I don't really know. I think they're kind of crazy. But also, it's like a kind of a joke of like, look at how preposterously good looking these people are. And the joke, another joke with it was the next day at the gym, it was always packed. Exactly. Yeah. Because people are like, I got to get in shape. Yeah. 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 Um, Inspiration for healthy lifestyle. But they're canceling it. They're canceling it because the brand's hypersexualized portrayal of women doesn't appear to resonate with modern customers as strongly as it once did. A lingerie company uh, sexualizing. That's what I thought. Their product. I really like the word hypersexualized is being thrown out a mm-hmm. lot these yeah. days. Yeah. And I really actually like it. Mm-hmm. I think it, it can be really, you know, mm-hmm. it's accurate sometimes. Turns me on sometimes. I think to call a <laughs> lingerie show hypersexualized. What are we talking about, what right? We, what are we doing? What here? are we even talking about? What are we even doing here? What are we, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? But uh, shoppers today tend to look for inclusive sizing, comfort, and a brand identity rooted in female empowerment. I don't think that's true. I think that's what people want mm-hmm. to be true. Um, I'll tell you one thing. Like I, I've been noticing, I was at Target the other day. Yeah. The mannequins for both men and women yeah. are all over the place now. Yeah. Like very, I think they're realistic, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't want to see a mannequin of my body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to see a mannequin of what my body could be, Jack. Yeah, I want to see what I could become. I want to see my potential. That's I want to see what that shirt will look like on my potential. It's like uh, the Under Armour guy. Yeah, the Under exactly. Armour Under Armour mannequins always had the thing where it was like, that's what I'm going to get to. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be the goal, and that's what the Under Armour shirt will look like on mm-hmm. me. So now, I, I just feel like they're kind of missing the mark where it's like, people just kind of enjoyed watching these sexy women walk around. Yeah. It wasn't like... Well, people are comfortable with their bodies now. Mm. No, it's just kind of. Of course, I'm not going to look like them. Look at them; they're like six four. I'm about to say they're Icelandic. An, I'm about to say an anecdote that makes me sound uh, very, very arrogant and cocky, and it's a, a humble brag or whatever the fuck that is. Uh, but I don't really care. Um, I legitimately, you know, you know me how I'm a psycho with clothes, where it's like I, I find like. Okay, this is an underwear brand. That's the only underwear brand I'm going to have. And I, I get 40 pairs, and it's like, yeah. I only wear this underwear brand. Same with socks, Bombas. Shout out to Bombas. Uh, same with uh, pants, Lululemons. Actually, you're on the hot seat because Muggsy jeans are kind of, I'm slowly but surely replacing my Lulus with Muggsy jeans. T shirts have been the final frontier. I can't find t shirts that I'm like, this is the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. I think I actually just did. and uh, I, I forget the brand name, but I think I just did. But I've been looking for them uh, forever. And one, uh, <laughs> I got upset like a month ago because I was looking for T-shirts online and the guys that they were having model them were overweight guys. Were either a little bit overweight or a little bit skinny, and yeah. they didn't fit the insane superhero physique that I uh, that you see before you, Henry. Mm-hmm. And I legitimately thought, man, I wish we lived in a different time when they would put somebody with just insane chiseled abs like myself yeah. 
they're modeling the shirt. It would be easier for someone like me to find the shirt. It's a different time. It's just funny how how 2019 really hurts. It's a different. You forget what time. you forget what this woke culture, who this woke culture really hurts, and it's people like me with chiseled bodies. What's funny is uh, <clears throat> they're talking about all these reasons why they're changing, and uh, Victoria's Secret's going to change to more of a digital marketing campaign. Which in my mm-hmm. mind, it's like, yeah, this was a marketing event. Mm-hmm. It was kind of bigger. It was just like a big. It was like a thing. Yeah. But they said uh, employees internally reached out to the whatever Vox, who's Arcorn reading. Oh, Vox did this. Uh, yeah. But they reached out uh, and said that uh, most company executives actually don't believe in the message and are asking workers to feature less diverse models. And it's like, of course they are. Like, this is something yeah. that people want to want. No, yeah. A model is someone who's really good looking. Yeah. When we blur those lines... Let's get four people off the street and put them in whatever clothes you want to take pictures. I wouldn't be surprised if Victoria's Secret and the Oscars have the same board. Yes. Where they're like, they they, they are mistaken in thinking that Twitter actually it represents uh, the consensus of American <laughs> yeah. opinion and not just like... Just about everybody does now. Not just a fringe. Like, yeah. Twitter is such a fringe of opinion. It's not, it's not even... Just the most vocal. Typically, what Twitter is saying is actually uh, the, re- the, the majority of people think the opposite. Yeah. So if they had to wear, they'd tell you, but they don't because they, they, uh, live their lives and buy products <laughs> and, and watch the Oscars. Shmoo noun. Uh, here of the week. First one in a while. And this actually did the hero, uh, heroism did not happen this week, but it happened, uh, in the past. And I saw the article and I was like, Hey, well, that's pretty cool. Did you know? That Edward Norton once saved Leonardo DiCaprio's life. I, I think I know the movie. Um, no, it's a sh- it's a real life thing. They weren't filming a movie. Oh, what really? are you trying to think of? I was trying, <laughs> to, think of, I was trying to think of a movie that Edward, Edward Norton and Leo were in. I oh, that they, they. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm trying to think of the movie. I thought you were saying that he saved it like during a movie, like you knew the story. Yeah, I, was like, I, was I, know, like, I was like, I know this happened. And I realized <laughs> I don't think they've been in a movie. Have they been in a movie together? I don't. Not that I know of. They gotta get those two together. It was always Edwin, Edward Norton, and uh, Matt Damon, or Leo and Matt Damon, and you know, Brad and Edward Norton. They've been just dancing around each other, haven't they? Yeah, they both worked with a lot of the same guys, but I don't know if they've worked together. I don't think they have. But anyways, uh, they Edward Norton was with Leo, and they were doing just living the life that I assume these guys live. Every now and then you get a peek in and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. They were uh, doing some scuba diving mm-hmm. with, uh, of course, famous marine biologist Sylvia Earle mm-hmm. uh, and another famous oceanographer, mm-hmm. which is just like, that just sounds sick. Mm-hmm. Just go on a boat with like, people who really know their shit. Yeah. Like know their shit more than anyone in the world. Dude, tight. sick. So they went scuba diving. You're like, hey, what's that fish? And they're like, it's this. It's this. And you're like, dope. <laughs> they're like, okay, well, what's that fish? And they're like, it's that. It's that. It's this and it's that. It's that. And, and I was like, at the Galapagos. I've heard good things. And I'm like, do those fish eat each other? And they're like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, what about that fish? And I was like, yes. Yes. But they're in the Galapagos. Gal- that's a tough, that's a funny word to say. Galapagos. Yeah. The Galapagos Islands. I used to do a lot of thinking about the Galapagos <laughs> Islands. You know, as a kid, that's like a thing you like read and think about. It's where Darwin went and he was like, wait a minute, we're monkeys. Yeah, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I love that idea. Uh, I love that idea. But anyways, they were uh, scuba diving. They got out. And uh, suddenly a giant group of, I think, spotted eels. No, spotted rays. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Went underneath their boat, <laughs> like flew by them, like hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. And Norton said he looked at Leo and Leo had a look like, oh my gosh, like, can you believe this? Yeah. And Leo jumped in to go chasing him. 
To which I go, who is Leo? <laughs> Jumping I'll tell, I'll in by you, himself to chase stingrays? Somebody who doesn't understand that he's not as fast as fish <laughs> yeah. in the water. They, so you're saying that the, the, the fish were moving and Leo got out of the boat thinking he'll, he'll, he'll be able to keep up better. Yeah, I, I don't know. But so Leo jumps in. <laughs> and Edward Norton had talked about... Uh, Earlier that Leo loves animals. He like loses his mind to any type of animal, mm-hmm. which is like, well, now if I run into Leo and I know exactly what to say, I'll mm-hmm. make up some story about a giraffe or something and we'll yeah. like, we'll mesh. Did I ever tell you about that time? Right? Yeah. But uh, so yeah, it's like a hundred spotted eagle rays. That sounds fake. Uh, they fly underneath the, uh, mm-hmm. they swim underneath the boat and they're going, whatever. Uh, he had the chowder's look in his face, jumps in to uh, chase him, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Edward Norton's like, I'm a, basically a pro diver. He's mm-hmm. like, I've been diving since I was a teenager. Oh, it, yeah. He's a stud, which I totally mm-hmm. buy. Uh, and he said he looked at his watch and was like, ooh, we are close to running out of air. Like, mm-hmm. Leo's not as experienced as I am. He can't yeah. read his shit. I don't really know how scuba diving works. So, uh, after he sees him go down, he goes in and follows him because he's just like kind of just in case things. And like, yeah. he's chasing these things. Who knows where he's going to go? Which I keep on thinking, like you, he's not actually chasing them. Yeah. Even like Michael Phelps, you can't move that fast underwater. Uh, I wonder. Like, I, I don't think you could chase anything other than like a little like a little clownfish who's ma- doing circles. Can you imagine giving Michael Phelps those really long flippers and just being like he raced a great white one time remember they did that yeah, they did it, was, it sucked it, was bullshit. it sucked it just wasn't real no stupid they were like and they advertised it like it was shark week is the biggest ripoff ever yeah they they, they show you one thing and then what, what's that turn what's that phrase they show you one thing and then it's another thing uh, you know talking about cloak and dagger so, something uh, like that one of those i'll take i'll take it it's, uh, it's, <laughs> I'll take it. it's smoke and mirrors smoke and mirrors Ma- maybe i think that's it not daggers, but anyways. Man, yeah, Shark Week is... Shark Week's just false advertising. There's just a good... I think Shark Week is a good, like... Uh, it'll be used as a good, like, uh, example of something in a Malcolm Gladwell book about, like, people who had everything and squandered it. Okay. Because there was a time when everyone was like, fuck yeah, Shark Week. And then they were like, how do we make money off of this? And then they ruined it. They just ruined it. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, he follows Leo, who's chasing these rays, and Leo runs out of air. Mm-hmm. So Edward Norton takes off his mask, and they do the whole you breathe, I breathe, you breathe, I th- breathe, all the way back yeah. to their boat. And I guess they were really far, and it was like a whole thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, pretty nuts. Yeah. Good but for Eddie. Good. Great for Eddie. Yeah. That, this only confirms uh, in guess my what head the- both what Leo's like and what Edward Norton's like. Oh, for sure. But guess yeah. what now, too? Uh, Edward Norton, Leo owes you a favor. Yeah. Can anyone in the world, like, would you rather have anyone owe you a favor more than Leo? I know, you know, that's a funny story is that uh, Bruce Willis owed Edward Norton at one point. <laughs> Edward Norton at one point. The second Bruce Willis mentioned. I'm interested to see. Bruce Willis at one point said to Edward Norton, I know this from uh, some, maybe it was a roast or something. Uh, the roast he got, Bru- he got Bruce roasted. Willis. Bruce Willis got roasted. And I think Edward Norton and him are friends. And before, like, right when they met, Bruce Willis said, what you're doing, the type of stuff you're doing, I want to be doing it too so if you ever have a movie role for me like if anything you're ever in i'm in no questions asked and edward norton just uh wrote directed produced a movie called motherless brooklyn ah, yeah. and he got uh he called bruce willis and he said would do you want to be in this yeah i i can't pay you i have no budget and bruce willis was like yeah i told you anything you want sick edward norton i think is just one of these guys who's just collecting favors took a while to get him back for that one though yeah. I mean, that movie's coming out this year. They're, like, old. Yeah. Still. God, they're both cool. They're both super cool. Uh, but way to go, Eddie. Uh, lastly, we got a couple little what say yous. Uh, and I'll say it. What say you? What say you? What say you? 
So uh, first, what say you? Um, Emma Watson. Two things about Emma Watson. Hmm. First of all, she does not like the term single anymore. She prefers the term self-partnered, which is so stupid because it makes no fucking sense. A partner is two. You are one. Yeah. You're single. That's what single means. That's kind of one. She sounds like kind of a fucking loser. Right? She sounds like an idiot. Yeah. Like a total moron. Yeah. Like a total dumb idiot. Yeah. You sound like real stupid. Like so stupid. Dude, you sound... <laughs> what an idiot. What a stupid... Yeah, just like a total, total moron. Because she's not like Hermione. Anyways. Hermione was smart. She's stupid. Super smart. Speaking of Hermione, which of course I was going to talk about Hermione, because what else did you talk about with Emma Watson? Mm-hmm. The Circle. That movie with Tom Hanks she was in. We saw that movie. That movie was bad. The Bling, the bling Ring. That was a bad movie. But she was also in The Bling Ring. Beauty and the Beast. Nice. I'm actually doing pretty good right here, but keep going. That's all I got. Perks of being a wallflower? Yes. Nice. So uh, she was talking this week about uh, the fact that, you know, it was Rupert Grint. He's, that's uh, the red-haired dude, right? Mm-hmm. He was talking to you, whatever. Anyways, it came out that when they were filming the original Harry Potters, Emma Watson and who plays Malfoy? Uh, Tom Felton. They were like a thing. Hermione always had a huge, or Emma Watson always Were had a, a huge thing, or she had a crush on him. She always had a crush on him, and then middle movies, it kind of like it was never a thing. Get thing, the fuck but it was out! A thing. Yeah. So my thought is, what the fuck? Of all the people on set, I mean, it's not a handsome set. I'll give you that much, Hermione. Yeah, like, it's not. British. They're all, they're a bunch of Brits, but I get it. I think you of all, get it. I think of all people. Well, of all people on the set, I think that Tom Felton is probably the best, most attractive. During the not now, yeah, yeah. during, during the, the early na- years, now he's kind his of his forehead just kept growing. He, well, he, he's kind of the guy on the Macaulay Culkin route, but yeah. he, but he, uh, I think you know, middle three movies, I think he was the stud of yeah. the cast. He had that sweet, sick black, sick black, yeah. sick. I'm gonna stop. Blonde hair, yeah, <laughs> really cool. But but he would wear all black with the blonde hair, and it was a, a good cool, look. Like, well, she said like everyone loves a bad boy, yeah. And then I was like, was he his character? Or bad? Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a Slytherin. Yeah, I bet he was a bad boy. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, but my thought, I was going to ask you, like, do you do you get that? Or would there be another uh, bow that you would have your eyes on if you were a young Emma Watson? On that Hermione set? Granger? Yeah. I like Dean. Dean Thomas? Well, he's like 6'9", so maybe. You know what's funny? I tell everyone that. He's not at all. He's like 6'2". What? Yeah, I, I promise you. Google it, because I don't believe you. <laughs> you want me to Google it? I, I've I, done this a million times. I can't Google it because I don't oh, yeah, have Wi-Fi because I do this podcast thing, Henry. You're acting like you've, this is your, is this your first podcast, Henry? So, Dean Thomas is Gryffindor in Harry's year. What's the actor's name? Dean, uh, just type in Dean, Dean Thomas actor height. Let me God, see. Henry says, do he doesn't have a keyword Dean on Google. Tyson. Such a baby boomer. Okay, boomer. Actor. That's what Henry's like. Do it. Height. Six foot three. So Really? Yeah. I'm telling you, you told me this and I tell people that and then I've had people be like, no, he's not. And I'm like, yeah, he is. And then we look it up, and it's like, he's slightly average, more than average, taller than average. That must have been a really short set then. Well, because he's a foot taller than. We already talked about the guy who played Harry's five five. Yeah. So he's he's a big boy. And Roop Roop Rupert Grint's probably like five eight. Yeah, probably. Who was the guy? Uh, Victor Crumb. Victor Crumb was cool. He looked like my buddy Sean. Seamus. Seamus was cool. No, 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 no. no. Seamus was the one. Neville. Neville well, ends up being the guy. Well, I mean, I think I think in the later movies I could see Neville. And uh, ne- the Neville actor and Hermione actress being like a thing yeah. then, but middle movies he was still kind of schlubby. Do you remember the total yeah. Slytherin bitch who tries to rat out Harry yeah. in the seventh? Pan- Pansy Parkinson. That actress just married someone super famous. Oh yeah, I saw that. Forget who. Uh, Hilary Joel Osment. I don't think so. But somebody like that. Someone like that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, next one. Did you see the Tesla armored car video? Yeah. Super funny. 
How funny or is that? The, when you threw the glass, yeah. thing through the glass. Yeah. Yeah. For the, those of you guys who don't know, they basically had this like armored car. It was, it's pretty fucking. For some reason, Tesla made an armored car. Yeah. Because people are going to buy, I don't know. Because Tesla kicks ass him. Yeah. Elon Musk. I'm kind of anti-Tesla. But, uh, I'm pro-Tesla. I like it. They tried to show how uh, hard to break through and hard, just how impenetrable the car is. And a guy threw a rock at the window and it just went right through the window. <laughs> it was so. And, and somebody else was like. Not that hard. I cannot believe that that happened. Maybe the funniest thing. That's like the greatest thing. Part of me thinks it looked look like my engineering class in sixth grade. Remember, like in engineering, remember you build a bridge or whatever. Like yeah. You build like a wind. We built catapults. You like yeah. do stuff like that, and every now and then it's so bad. Like yeah. the teacher's like, "Are you kidding me?" I had a teacher one time write on my uh, paper, uh, "You must be joking," or "You must jest." Yeah. And I was like, that is so mean to me. Because yeah, <laughs> I was not at all. Uh, you're my teacher. And you, <laughs> yeah. you just really hurt my feelings. I'm like 12 and I am really hurt right now. <laughs> man, you, man, you just, <laughs> you just killed my self-confidence. I think I'm dumb now. And yeah. this is, I'm not going to try hard in I school. I'm not going to try hard in school. <laughs> right? It was there like, there go, I'm done. There goes my future. Thanks for poking fun of me. Yeah. I hope it was worth it. I hope it was worth it. You just ruined my life. Yeah. And you're I, I could have played football teacher. at Harvard. Yeah. And save the climate. Thanks, thanks, but no. Uh, last would say, I know we're running through these. I'm just yeah. kind of done. Uh, did you see the Justin Timberlake stuff? No. He is a L7 weenie, biggest idiot I've ever seen in my life. What is he doing? He's filming a new movie in New Orleans. By the way, he's still in movies? Yeah, he's a movie star, him. I want to see more movies with JT in him. Uh, the Social Network, have you seen it? Yeah, it was amazing, <laughs> and he killed it. Uh, in, to- <laughs> in time, have you seen it? No, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah I have. Um, the Friends with Benefits... Or no strings attached. One of those. Yeah, one. I've seen both of those. So yeah. Mila Kunis. Anyways, we gotta get Justin him in more. But he's in New Orleans. He's on like one of those. You know, New Orleans has those like. Uh, there's like on Bourbon Street. You got like the decks basically. Yeah. Just, like yeah, little yeah. porches. Patios. On, yeah, patios. Mm-hmm. He's on one of those with one of his co-stars, getting all handsy. Uh, and photos. He's, and he's married to Jessica Biel. Married to one of the hottest women in the world, Jessica mm-hmm. Biel. They're bummer. They they they've had cheating stuff for like forever. I feel like. I feel like he's a total porn dog. Their entire like. Like couple relationship has always been like he he gets caught cheating. He's too sexy, and it's because he's not that sexy. Henry, he brought sexy back. He literally brought sexy back. And when you look at his face, first if someone told you that, you'd be like, "Yeah, well, he didn't bring it back. Somebody might have, but it wasn't no, him." No, and then you zoom back. out and you see what he's doing with his with his legs, the yeah, moves he's got. Sexy back. And you buy it. Yeah. And you buy it. Man, dude, he had the coolest. Like, he was just cool, he, man. He he had that was back when like. He, you know what he needs to bring back is the, is he the the Jufro? He does, but like in the way he's bringing back, he's got kind of a he put that on his face. He's got a nice curly beard. Oh, he does. Yeah, interesting. Who's his co-star? No one you've ever heard of. I don't know her name. That oh, makes, Alicia something. That makes it kind of worse. Yeah, it does. Yeah, she's, she's fifteen. Shut the fuck up. No, she's not. She's an adult. <laughs> that would be the story. <laughs> that would be the fucking story, hon. That'd be good if I. Actually, I'm gonna start doing that. I'm gonna start throwing out. Uh, kind of like a fake topic. Yeah, and, see and then if gonna, I catch I'm going to throw a piece of information at you halfway through. It's mm-hmm. like, well, that's the story. Yeah. That's a, that's a story. That's a real story. Right there. You, know what, you know what JT is? Sexy. Talented. He is talented. Is guy. there anyone more talented? Three most talented people in the world. Mm-hmm. Can you guess my three? Neil Patrick Harris. No, because I hate him, but people would say he's talented. John Legend. No. Um, Justin, Timberlake, <laughs> <Jimmy Fallon. laughs> Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Fallon, Hugh Jackman. You're talking about three triple threats. They can they can make you laugh. They can make you cry. They can they can make you dance. They can dance. They'll have sex with you. I- <laughs> <laughs> so you know we're feeling weird. I don't know why I'm <laughs> out of it, dude. Dude, I've been out of it the whole time. Uh, I too. just love that Jimmy Fallon's number two. <laughs> 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 
Hugh Jackman, <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Besides the have sex, they can make you laugh. Okay, check. They can make you cry. They, but they can all make you cry. You've seen Fever Pitch. I've seen Fever Pitch. You've seen Wolverine, and you have seen... Then you said they can dance. Yeah. <laughs> they can sing. They can, uh, make, they can make you dance, too. But like, no, but like Hugh Jackman, Justin Timberlake, check, check. Yeah. When... I'm not even a question. You don't think Jimmy Fallon can dance? I don't know. Not I mean, as well as Hugh Jackman, but I don't know. <laughs> but like, they'll have sex with you. <laughs> okay, we're done. All right, that's the five. Kick it. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers.